Welcome to the Game Raven Review Podcast. My name is Sam, and every week I am joined with some very talented writers we have here at Game Raven, where we discuss the world of indie games. For today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the charity stream that we had this past weekend, just recapping some information about it. But before we get into any of that, I want to introduce the two people that I have with me this week, and you probably know them. One of those lovely people will be Puppet. How are you today? I'm good. I'm really tired, but I'm good. Ditto. And we also have Taz. Hello. As you see, Taz is not as tired by his energy level. (laughs) (laughs) But I am very happy to have you two with me, going over everything from what we're playing to, again, as we mentioned before, the charity stream that we have. We'll be right back after this brief break to talk about what we've been playing. See you there. Welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast to our segment that we call What Are We Playing? Basically, we just discuss what we've been playing for the last week. And if you've been paying attention to me for the last like month, I've played absolutely nothing. But that streak is now over. I can proudly say I did play a game and that game is called Death's Door. It is a very Zelda-y-like video game about a little crow friend. And little crow friend has like laser sword and he's reaping souls. And it's something about like looking at something really cutesy that's talking about something kind of serious. You know, like, hey, this this person who's turning souls into like pots. You see me the guy whose name is Pothead. Cool. And I laughed way too much about that. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's like little small things like that that really make just the polish on this game even like just shined even more. Again, if you guys can find it on your Steams, and I believe it's on um, some of the bigger consoles as well. I'm playing it on Steam. I really enjoy it. I'm like five hours in, and like I said, I love the story. I love the characters. I love the combat. The combat is smooth. It's so many things. Like any, to- like any tips I want to give you, it just hits something. Like dodging is cool, but this game isn't really a lot about dodging. This game is a really a lot about just hitting things with your sword. And after like an hour of me bashing my head against the enemy, it's like, let me just start hitting it and dodging sometimes. So, <laughs> so that's what I've been doing for the last week. Taz, what about you? Uh, this week, I've been playing some uh, Spiritfarer uh, developed by Thunder Lotus Games. I've been meaning to check this game out, and I was able to get a chance to um, for my indie Wednesdays over at the game Raven review twist channel and not going to lie. And we, you know, we were looking at it in chat and like we watched the trailer. Cause I wanted to start watching trailers of these indie games before I really get into them. Like way, see like a whole like general overview of the game as opposed to like the first couple hours. Um, and I, I wanted to cry in the trailer it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was sad because it hits you. Cause as the name may suggest, you are the the ferryman for these spirits that um, have not yet crossed over to the other side. So you must help them by making them happy, satisfied with their life, um, making them content, experience things with them, getting whatever they need. Um, and it, it's all like 
pot like happy and jolly until like the trailer was like and then you have to learn how to say goodbye i'm like huh yo not i I can't do that like once i get to that point in the game i'm just gonna stop playing and be like credits game over um it is a very beautiful game it's very like the art and animation is so interesting because it's like i'm watching like a it's like i'm watching a cartoon as i'm playing the game which is amazing um and you have this little cat named dandelion who also like helps you out um and it's actually like a local co-op so it's one of those things where you're um like you have that second player being being the cat dandelion they can they can help you out and it's nowhere like dedicated co-op it's kind of like the mario odyssey super mario odyssey co-op where the second player no matter how good or how bad of a player they are anybody could just jump in and play and be part of the the adventure whereas you the main the main you know the protagonist player one is like in charge of progressing through the game with your little buddy highly recommend um support your indies but i was able to it is part of which i i do enjoy um xbox game pass for pc they're throwing on a lot more uh, indie games um, to kind of bring more like, hey, indie games are a thing. Here you go. Play them. A whole category of indie games that you can play if you have this subscription service. There you go. And so that's how I was able to play it. Um, and then the other game I'm playing completely opposite end of the spectrum is Far Cry 5. Uh, I know Far Cry 6 is coming out here pretty soon. Um I wanted to kind of get back. I loved I love Far Cry 1, 2, 3, 4. Um, they're all great, great storytelling, great gameplay. Uh, and I just, uh, I'm only a couple hours into it, um, but I saved a dog named Boomer who helps you out, and he's a cute little dog. Um, because I think the animals in Far Cry go so underappreciated, under but like leaning towards being appreciated because in Far Cry 5, there's this, bear that can be your like companion his name's his, their name is cheeseburger <laughs> so that's hilarious um you can also get a i think it's a a cougar named peaches i think and it has um like two different colored eyes so that's cool um but also there's so in the sixth game there's like this little dog who has like two front legs but no back legs he's, he's like a little tiny dog tiny but he, he, i think his job is like he just carries stuff around his name is chorizo so he's just he's just doing his freaking best and he's happy about it, even though he is he does not have, you know, a full set of legs, but he's he's doing his best. So nothing can stop these animals. So that's, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. and I think it's awesome. So and it's just great gameplay. I do appreciate the gameplay. It's a little bit on the violent side, but it's solid. It's a good time. I can hang. So that's what I'm playing. Thank you, Taz. And now Puppet. Well, this week I just played a lot of like passive games that I didn't have to like think a lot about. And my my two passive games right now is like Animal Crossing, which um, I have a lot of hours in a lot, maybe too many. I need to move on from Animal Crossing. (laughs) It's consumed my life a little bit. Um, but I, I played Animal Crossing and then I also have been playing Pokemon Go because um, I'm trying to get you know, all my steps in every day. I'm trying to be a healthy individual um, and I can't exercise without a video game apparently. So um, I've been playing some Pokemon Go and it's also been helpful because um, like when sitting in waiting rooms or whatever, like it's just nice to have that there um, as something to do. And they've done a lot um, through COVID to like incorporate more 
things you can do without having to actually move around. So um, a lot of the battles and things like that um, has been really helpful. So, and I'm trying to prepare my team for Giovanni, um, who is very difficult to beat. Um, and I have no idea how I'm going to do that. But um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working towards. So that was my week, just kind of passive, chill games I didn't really need to think a lot about to play. I haven't touched Pokemon Go since the surge of Pokemon Go four years ago. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been. I think they just had their five, their fifth anniversary. Was it Taz? Uh, yeah, five, five anniversary. Yeah, they had little Pikachu that um, were floating on balloons that said like fifth anniversary and they had like a little uh, event for the fifth anniversary. Yeah, time flies. Well, thank you all for participating in what we were playing for the week. And we'll be right back after this with question of the week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast with our segment of Question of the Week. In our Discord every day, we post a question pretty much just trying to see where your mind might be at on anything, whether it be your favorite Pokemon or what Keyblade you enjoy or what game you're looking forward to. And for this week, we pulled the question of, have you ever wanted to live in a world from a game? And if so, which one and why? And let's go to Puppet. For me, I have thought a lot about this question. It's a very difficult question for me to answer because initially, my first reaction was, ooh, it would be so cool to be in the world of Valheim because it's so beautiful and open and um, there's nobody else there. So like the introverted part of myself loves that. And you can just be in the wilderness and um, build things and just be alone. But then I realized maybe it wouldn't be super fun to have monsters attacking you all the time. So um, I retract that answer. I also thought about like, oh, would it be fun to be in like Stardew Valley? Like, you know, a chill place. But then I realized like. Um, I read an article once about how um, Stardew Valley might be an, a horror game because everybody in the town like is stuck in the town and like they all say the same things and everything happens the same. And I just feel like it would be like um, Groundhog Day, but like <laughs> your entire life, like a whole year. So so maybe not Stardew Valley. Um, and so now that I'm like thinking about it, um, I think I would probably want to be in the world of Pokemon because I love Pokemon and I have always wanted Pokemon to be real. I have always wanted it to be real. So that is my answer. Pokemon. Respectable, respectable. And I'm going to piggyback off of that because I didn't have an answer, to be honest, because I was like, eh, not really. Um but I guess Pokemon would be a good answer. Again, it would be not too different from our own, just with like, you know, giant turtles that can shoot water from metal cannons from their back. <laughs> or that god Pokemon that you kind of have to pay attention to sometimes. You know, or Distortion World. Like, there's a few things you'd be like, oh, well, that's upsetting. 
But outside of that, you still have regular jobs. You still be able to live like your regular life. But also, if you want to have that journey to be a Pokemon master and go around, which I with I guess free healthcare because mm -hmm. I don't see them paying for anything. Yep. <laughs> and you know, you get like free food because I also don't see them paying for anything. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's, that life isn't bad. Would I want to send my 10-year-old to just wander in the forest? <laughs> Maybe not. But, like, 16? Yeah, okay, kid. You can drive. You can go. Like, <laughs> have a fun time. Tell Giovanni I said, what's up? Oh, my gosh. And, you know, take your Pikachu or your, I don't know, your Charizard with you and have a good time. Um, But, yeah, like, Pokemon would be a good world to kind of still be normal in. While at the same time, you know, having fantastical beast around you at all times that you can befriend and be your partner and I don't know just it'll be fun to kind of have that atmosphere around you so that would be my answer as well mm -hmm. and to have a job that's like a legit job where you travel the world and hang out with like little creatures would be very cool so that's the dream right there yeah, and you can discover new Pokemon. Like, what is that Entei thing in that one movie? Like, what was that? What was going on with any of that? I don't know. Like, <laughs> let's go investigate that or Darkrai, who like gives you nightmares. Like, how does that work? Like, oh my, that'd be so cool. I so I love Darkrai on the low. I do enjoy me a little oh. Darkrai. But like, I don't know. Like, he's an edgy boy. He is. <laughs> again, <laughs> I would just call him Fallout Boy or Panic at the Disco because it's just <laughs> he's just a little emo Pokemon. I love his little haircut. Too, they just he just like a little emo boy. I'm like, oh, look at little emo boy. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Taz, are you gonna join us on our Pokemon journey, or are you going somewhere else? Uh, I'm going somewhere else. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the of the. More for us. The, 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 <laughs> never mind. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I have two. More like one and a half because I always talk about the one. So I'm just going to, I would switch to my other default when I was like 12. Um, my first would be the world of Kingdom Hearts, going on sweet adventures in a gummy ship, hanging out with Sora, Donald, Goofy, uh, uh, striking down Heartless, taking on nobodies, just having a blast of a time, being the hero. That'd be sweet. Uh, doing some, doing some like, because Atlantis in the second game was a million times better than Atlantis in the first game. No one likes a water level unless the gameplay is purely not movement, not fighting, but purely quick time events and like a musical number. So that was the best ever. Um, so I would love to sing, like be a part of a musical with Ariel and all those cats and hang out with Toy Story. Um, but I do talk a lot, a lot about Kingdom Hearts. So uh, for this instance, I would go to my second option, which would be the world of Fallout. Wow, really? A little bit more darker, more violent. Um, however, yes. However, you know, everyone, everyone's always trying to be the protagonist when this question kind of comes up. Me, I would just like to be a simple merchant, you know, a traveling merchant with my with my caravan and I would be a part of the, the, uh, the I think they're called the caravan or uh, something caravan. Um, I would just rock around with my two headed cow and just sell stuff to anybody and everyone who needs something and who has a couple caps in their, in their pockets, you know, you know, full tradesies, 
you know, it'd be great. It'd be like sell leather armor, sell a pistol, sell some some med like meds and like some stim packs, everything you need right here. And I would just make a lot of money. Well, make a lot of bottle caps. Yeah, a lot of bottle caps. Yeah, yeah. Be rolling in the bottle caps. Okay. Wow. Um, that's unexpected. Sam and I went the more leisurely route. Uh, I it just sounds exhausting to be in those worlds. But you know what? Good on you, Taz. <laughs> you want some excitement in your in your life, and I I respect that. <laughs> Thank you. And Pokemon has excitement. Pokemon, you know, there's always some team something or other out there trying to take over the world or reset time or something. I feel like the excitement would really stem from like the realistic because you don't really see it in games. It's mentioned, but to really experience what the Pokédex says about each of these Pokémon, mm. you know, some some what one what like if like I think I think I saw like a like a, a meme about this, but like if you show sadness in front of like a Chansey, oh. they'll like make sure you feel better and you feel nice and whatever. But if you feel sadness in front of like another Pokémon, like they'll just break your spine and suck your soul. It's it says so in their Pokédex. I have like I don't I forgot which one it was, but it'll happen. So you careful showing around emotion to, around certain Pokémon, or else they'll just eat you alive. Oh, or give you a lollipop, whichever one. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the most excitement, and it's gonna be pretty intense. Wow, but you know, in this world though, like you know, ten year olds save the world all the time. So we're you know we don't have to really work that hard because we're like it's fine. The ten year olds will take care of it. The world will turn to ash. Mm. The world will turn to ash, yeah. But do I want a 10-year-old to save the world? Like, <laughs> again, not to overthink the, the idea of Pokemon. It's just, like, any TV show, like, even, like, Stranger Things, where it's like, there's, like, a 12-year-old with powers, so she's slightly more qualified to solve the problem that's at hand. But, like, 10-year-old who just got his first Squirtle, and I'm trying to like put the world on his back. Like, no, right. I'm okay. Like he he can't get past um Misty. Like I like you know, I'm not wanting him to save the world. Like I, you know what, adults, at least like Lance, can you go out there? Right, though. Like somebody like maybe maybe even Brock, you know. Maybe Brock. Somebody. Anybody. Someone older than sixteen. Like just yeah, maybe. Maybe the champion. Like, if you're the champion at 10, then sure. But regular 10, you, you, can, you can stay home with your mom who put you in the back of that van. Ash probably should have stayed home with his mom. But, you know, I mean, whatevs. Like, Let's be real. He won that one time, though. He did win that one time. Oh, that's true. Hey, I love that our podcast is turning into a Pokemon podcast. I think this is like the second <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. I just love Pokemon. It's a good topic, and everyone can participate because you either love or hate. You know there's a Pokemon that you might enjoy more than others. Maybe you think the story is kind of silly. It is. <laughs> um, maybe you played one of the games. Maybe you've never played them at all, which would be kind of weird for no one to play Pokemon. But with Pokemon Go, with even Pokemon Unite coming out, like there's so many avenues that... there's. It's Pokemon. It's it's a billion dollar billion dollars for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's because everyone knows what it is, and it is overall a good game. Yes, Taz, you say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you want to answer questions like this yourself, you can sign up for the Game Raven Review Discord on our GameRavenReview.com. There's a link there. 
for our discord again on gameravenreview.com and we'll be right back with the main segment of this podcast right after this Welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast. To our main segment, as mentioned previously, we're going to be talking about the charity stream we had this past weekend on the 31st of July, which was not just for one hour or for 10 hours or for like 20 hours. It was for a full 24 hours. And during that 24 hours, we were able to raise $2,500 and to be exact, $2,520. It was 2420. The 420 made me laugh because I am who I am. So sadly, that is now gone. But not sadly, it went over to a really good cause. Again, the 2520. And Puppet, where does that money go? We were raising money for Seattle Children's Hospital through Extra Life. Um, and I just want to say my mind is still just blown that we raised that much money because we we did our first charity event back in December uh, on Christmas Eve Eve, and that was such a blast. And we raised, I think, a little over $1,200 then. And so then this time around, I thought, okay, we can try for 2000 And we started out, and I was actually nervous. I was like, I don't know if we're actually going to get to 2000 but... Like, and I was trying to think through, okay, what am I going to do if we don't hit our goal and all that stuff? I'm like researching, like, what happens? Like, does the world end if you don't hit your goal? <laughs> like, and all that. But um, it does not, actually. Um, it's okay if you don't reach your goal. Um, but we did it. And we, like, I remember we hit, like, the $2,000 mark at, like, um, we still had, like, six hours left of the stream. And I'm like, well, what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> We've gone over our our uh, our goal. Like, do we keep streaming? And I'm like, no, we should. And then we ended up, you know, with another 500 plus after that, which was amazing. Um, so I'm just, oh, I'm my mind is blown. I'm so proud of our our crew for working so hard. So many of us stayed up for so long, and um, it was just so so awesome, so awesome. So um. I wanted to get that out um, before telling you guys where this money goes. So 100% of our donations stay local, which is what I love about Extra Life. Um, they do uh, give to children's network hospitals all around the nation. Um, so we got to choose our um, hospital and we chose um, Seattle Children's Hospital for a number of reasons. Most of us are here in the Seattle area. Um, here at Game Raven, though not all of us, um, but a good majority of us are. And um, a, a, a chunk of us have had really great experiences at Seattle Children's. Um, and then also, full disclosure, my husband Alex does work at Seattle Children's. He works at the Alyssa Burnett Center um, for Seattle Children's, um, and he works with uh, adults with um, autism there, and they're a wonderful program. So that's why we chose Seattle Children's. I was researching um, the history of Seattle Children's, and I wanted to share a little bit of it because it's super interesting. I think I actually kind of knew a, a little bit about this because um, when my husband Alex started working at Children's, they have you kind of learn about the history of Children's so you know, you know who you're working for, which I think is wonderful. Um, so 
Seattle Children's was started by a woman, actually. Um, her name was Anna Kleiss, and uh, her son died from inflammatory rheumatism in 1898. Um, and that experience just made her very aware that there was a huge lack of specialized care for children. Um, there was plenty available for adults, but not enough for children. And so um, it inspired her to um, to start something. And so in 1907, 23 of her other female friends um, established the first facility in the uh, Pacific Northwest to treat specifically children. So since then, they have worked to help children who would otherwise um, be, you know, left out to endure pain and disabilities and other things throughout their lives. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I did not know that until uh, today. So uh, it makes me even more happy that our money is going to Seattle Children's. Um, and I thought I would share another uh, couple just little factoids about Seattle Children's. They really work to avoid unnecessary diagnostic tests, um, radiation, and surgery, which is really wonderful. Uh, not all medical institutions do that per se. And radiation doses at Seattle Children's are um, consistently lower than the guidelines recommended by the American College of Radiology, which is really great because, you know, little people's bodies don't need all of that extra stuff. Um, and, uh, they still have really wonderful outcomes when it comes to a variety of cancers. So that's really cool. Um, the next little factoid is, um, that Seattle Children's is just one of nine hospitals nationwide that, um, are committed to relieving kids' pain in innovative ways. So, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about what that kind of looks like, uh, later on, but, um, I thought that was really great and cool. And, uh, you know, Seattle Children's patients, um, they also have access to all kinds of innovative clinical studies. And it is just one of 30 exclusively pediatric research institutes in the whole world, which is amazing to me. Um, and kind of sad that there's only 30 in the entire world that specifically focus on kids because their bodies are so different from us adults um, as they're growing. My final little factoid um, and the final piece of why I chose Seattle Children's is, um, and I'm really passionate about this, um, is that uh, a good portion of our money, um, yes, it goes to like uh, pediatric medical equipment and charitable care and um, different treatments and um, research and all of that. Um, but it also goes to families who um, financially are not able to afford treatment. And you would be amazed in our country how many um, kids and people in general um, don't get the care that they need because of financial issues. And so to have an institution where um, it's even like on their website, they're like, when you bring a child here, we're going to take care of your child, you know, and um, we have if if the financial issue happens, we have a host of counselors at your side. We have programs that can assist you with um, helping to pay for medical bills and everything. And um, I was actually one of those kids um, when I was younger. I um, had a, a neurological disorder called um, Guillain-Barre. It was a very scary time in my life. Um, and I was in the hospital for a, a good part of the year. And um, hospital stays are very expensive and getting treatment is very expensive, especially for something as 
like unique as Guillain-Barre. And um, because of the financial assistance programs, um, my parents weren't completely buried in medical uh, bills at the end. And um, I I owe my life to Seattle Children's. Um, they've been a big part of my journey. So, um, and if they hadn't had that um, kind of assistance, I don't know if my parents would have been as comfortable taking me into the ER that night, you know, that I needed it. Um, so anyway, I'm not going to get emotional or anything, but um, <laughs> uh, Seattle Children's is just such a wonderful institution and it's just made such a big difference in so many people's lives. And my heart is so full that we were able to raise money for them. Um, and we, uh, we were able to, because of another really wonderful organization called Extra Life. Um, and actually, um, Taz, do you want to tell us a little bit more about Extra Life? Uh, yes. Puppet, didn't we find Extra Life at PAX? We did one year. Yeah, we ran into them. Yeah, because we, we, we were going through panels. We want to see some something new, something fresh. It was like, oh, gaming for hospitals? What does that look like? And we found Extra Life. So Extra Life was formed in 2008 to honor Victoria Enman, who died of acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Does not sound fun. Sounds terrible. Extra Life now unites thousands of gamers around the world to play games in support of their local Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Since it began in 2008, Extra Life has raised over $87 million for sick and injured kids. Yeah, Extra Life, it, they've been really wonderful. Um, They provide so much um, when it comes to resources for streamers and gamers like us. Yeah, they just make it so easy to um, incorporate Twitch um, in your Twitch stream with uh, uh, receiving donations from people. Um, and we've really we've really loved them a lot. They're also really involved in providing video games for kids. And um, there's some really fascinating research that's happening right now with video games and um, and how they can um, they can help kids, you know, who are who are hospitalized. Um, and one of those ways is helping kids um, deal with pain and uh, helping their pain tolerance during procedures. Research is finding that um, having kids play a video game or something that distracts them helps them deal with pain more. That's just one of the really cool ways that uh, you know hospitals um, and doctors are researching ways that video games can actually help kids um, and you know and people in general. But they also have like, you know, other ways I was reading about how um, they are using um, Game Boys to help kids with uh, diabetes. So basically, um, it's uh, this this thing is like called a Gluco Boy and it combines a glucose meter that kids use with diabetes um, with a Game Boy. And basically, if you take care of your diabetes, if the kids like take care of themselves, the monitor on the Game Boy gives them like good readings and the games in the Game Boy like react to that. Um, and so they're more incentivized to like and motivated to care for themselves, which is very cool. So not only is it like helping with pain during procedures, but they're also doing things like how can we help kids take care of themselves better and do more preventative care? Um, and just help to monitor uh, complicated things like diabetes. Um, so anyway, I am such a nerd and I just love that stuff. And I just had to share all those cool things that are going on. Um, and I'm just, 
there you go. I'm just like so happy that we could um, be able to do that. And we wouldn't be able to if uh, Extra Life didn't, you know, make it so very easy for gamers like us to to do that sort of thing. So there you go. That's where our money goes, Sam. Sorry for the long explanation, but I get excited about these things. I am here for the excitement. And I think we would also want to say thank you to our community, everyone who stopped by for the 24-hour live stream. I'm pretty sure no one's safe for the whole 24. If you did, you are an animal, and I appreciate you. But for <laughs> everyone who got to stop by, even if it was only for like a few minutes or you stayed for a few hours, if you donated, if you weren't able to donate, but you shared it, I want to personally thank you. And I also want to thank you on behalf of the Game Raven Review podcast. Because again, without you all donating, without you all sharing, without you all just coming by to hang out, none of this would have been able to happen. We wouldn't have been able to do the 2500. So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And during that 24 hours, we played several games. <laughs> and one of the first games we started off with was going to be Move or Die. And that didn't work out. And so, you know, we had to move to something else. And we moved to Potion Party. And we actually did Potion Party twice that day. But starting out with Potion Party, starting off with Puppet and Bro. I mean, it was Bro, right? Yes? I'm not misremembering. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So me, Puppet, and Bro, we sat down. We, played, we made some potions, which is, again, just a really good, kind of, kind of like an overcooked style game where you're mixing potions, making potions. Splashing water on thieves. I think, think they're thieves in hoods. And you have little gumdrop guys who are like, hey, I just want to hang out and things. And you're like, well, I want you to leave because we got work to do. And some of them were not so little. <laughs> and some of them got bigger. You know, they, 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 some chunguses, they just wanted to stay. And it's like, oh, but you can't. Please leave. Um, you have some ghosts that, you know, work so hard that they just want to keep working in the afterlife. You're like, well, you're just impeding me and making us not walk the way we want to walk and go the way we needed to go. But it was really cool. Again, that started for me at like 2 a.m. We started that at midnight, um, West Coast time. And I think it started off really well. Like for me, like that first few, it's like, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we did it for two or three hours. I'm not, I don't remember how long. We actually pulled that up to see how long that was. Yeah, about three hours. Yeah, we did each game for um, two or three hours, depending um, and, uh, Whitefoot, one of our editors mentioned, she was like, oh, it, it feels like the time is going by so fast because we're doing something different every two hours. So if you are, um, a listener and you were thinking about doing a 24 hour stream, I think, I think a piece of advice would be like, have a full itinerary so that you're like playing something different or like you have variety because it does help the, the time go by so much faster. Absolutely. And have others. Like, yeah. again, as much as I'm sure there's people out there who's like, no, I can do it the entire... No. Yeah. Like, even if you think you can, and even if you, even if you can physically do so, I don't see the purpose of doing so. Like, the hours that I did afterwards, I'm like, ugh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you can, if you have a crew, you have enough people, again, not only breaking it up in, like, different segments to do different things, but also during those other segments, take a break, even if just walking away maybe not sleeping, but just closing your eyes to rest or just looking at something that's not a computer screen for that time period, I think would also be good of just being like, all right, for the next two hours for this segment, I'm just going to eat or lay down or mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> read a book. I don't know. Something else besides 
trying to sit down for 24 hours and say, yeah, I'm going to do this for the entire time and be like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, um, actually, another really cool thing about Extra Life is they provide so many resources and like advice for doing a 24-hour stream um, safely and caring for your health during that time. Um, and they gave you the overlays too, right? Yeah, they give you overlays, they give you assets, they give you um, talking points, they tell you how do you ask for money, and they draft um, social media um, like announcements, and they um, draft emails for you. It's like, you don't even have to think. They just, it's, it's such a well-oiled machine that they got going. It's amazing. It's very cool. And then after the potion party, it was Don't Starve to, together, because then that's the second, I believe. And Puppet, I think, played that with Bro and Emmy. Yeah, yeah, we played it together. Um, <laughs> we kept dying, um, and mostly it was me, like, getting attacked by these bird things because I kept stealing their eggs. And I don't know why they kept getting so upset with me, um, because I didn't always steal their eggs, just sometimes. But they would come and attack me, and like I would die. And um, we ended up having to stop because uh, all three of us ended up turning into little ghosties. And um, when you play multiplayer in um, Don't Starve Together, and you're playing leisurely, like don't forget to uh, make the settings so that you can just go back to the um, the you know uh, initial portal to uh, come back to life because. Um, if you don't do that, then you have to go find um, these, oh, what are they called? They're like resurrection stone type things. Um, and they break after one use. So, um, yeah, we got a little in trouble. But I did find the end of the map, which is crazy. Um, I just was a ghost and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go travel all the way across the ocean. And um, Taz, you will appreciate this. In Don't Starve, the end of the world is just like, a waterfall like it's like the the world is flat and don't starve together so i knew it there you go there you go <laughs> that's awesome yes um and then after uh don't starve together we played stardew at sunrise and that was really great um that was me and uh emily reynolds or whitefoot as she's known here and sarah and we just had a grand old time um and uh, we just did, we just started a new farm um, and we did the Four Corners Farm. And the Four Corners Farm is really cool because um, each corner has uh, is specialized for or like basically kind of set up to um, be different parts of what you need. So like one is like set up to have a farm like it has like a little watering place and like it's just right in front of your um, your main house. And then like another part has uh like a mini quarry. So like where um, different stones and stuff start coming up and another part has like a pond and um, yeah. So that was really cool. Um, I recommend using that map if you are playing multiplayer. So yeah, that was um, really great. I also learned that in multiplayer on Stardew, um, if you go and you lay in your bed while everybody else is up and like working still, you gain health back. So it's like taking a nap. So that was really helpful and very cool, um, especially in the beginning of Stardew when you only have so much um, stamina uh, to be able to just go and like recharge <laughs> by taking a nap. I feel like it was very, very helpful. So, yeah. And then we had morning music. 
so pretty much morning music. It was chill. It was a solid. Let's see. How long was it? Two hours of wake up, get your breakfast. Uh, it was hosted by Alex Johnston and Martha uh, Macabare. Both you can find actually on Spotify. Uh, if you do, if you were there or if you want to check them out, their music is on there. Um, but I think they just like grabbed some guitars, some pianos and just kind of it was, it was leisure. It was, it was chill, something nice to wake up to, to get your day going. Um, from what I wasn't, I was not there, unfortunately, but I did hear it was a good time. If you want to go back to look at the VOD, there's a special musical guest who comes in and plays the piano a little bit. His name is Jon Snow. Um, and he is a cat mm. and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we played super animal Royale and, um, again, this game is Fortnite just with animals and cutesy and mm-hmm. you get your katanas and your guns and go bang, bang. And you can dance with all your people before you jump out of the, was it a stork? An eagle? It was a. Oh, uh, big, maybe like a hawk plane thing, I think. Big bird that reminds you of the um, Rescues Down Under. Again, for the older crowd who might remember that and kids, that's a good movie. Look at the Rescues Down Under. It's, it's a good, good show. But big animal that flies that had a bus on its back. And it was like, hey, you got to jump out in this certain spot. So me, Puppet, and I believe... Whitefoot. Well, yeah. We all played it. We all died a lot. Um, <laughs> I think the highest we got was 13, I think. I think it was yeah, 13. Yeah, we did get third. Yes. And I was very proud because I'm like, that's, again, I can, I can retire my controller. I, I have won. Right. Like, this is, this is the highest of achievement I'm going to get in this game. But it's really fun. It's really quick as well. Like, it's one of those, again, just you're hopping into the game. I think it's like 60 people in the beginning. And you in- immediately see that that 60 turns like 45 very quickly. And then it's like mm-hmm. 30. And then you, again, me and, you know, our crew was like, what are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, we had no idea. <laughs> we we're just like, here we go. Like, ooh, armor. Uh, yeah. Ooh, hamster ball. Uh- <laughs> ooh, emu. <laughs> oh, the emu. Yeah, I feel like you always found an emu to ride on, Sam, somehow. They're always around. I know. But they didn't do much. No, they didn't do, yeah. Like, they attacked, but it's like, oh, this attack emu was more for, like, show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Here. But it was fun. Like, honestly, I had a good time with the game. I'm pretty sure everyone else, I think, Puppet, you probably had a good time with the game, too. Oh, I loved it. It was so great. Like I said, if you have, like, even, like, five minutes, because those games aren't long. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have five minutes to kind of spare to wait in between, I don't know, playing something else, or you just want to play this game because you find little tiger friend and bear costume. And not even a costume, like you're a little bear or a cat or a dog, certain birds, which we also found out that, again, Whitefoot is really good at birds. I didn't know yeah. that. But she, again, I'm happy to know my friend knows about birds so I can just like send her pictures and be like, what is this? <laughs> Tell me what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was a good yes. time, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they're saying that in a, uh, Super Animal Royale is going to be, quote, the next Fortnite. And it's free to play on Steam. So you can just go in and just play it for free. Um, I personally think it's better than Fortnite, but that's just because I'm partial to um, animals and uh, third-person shooters. But, um, yeah, it was really fun. I was surprised, actually. I was surprised. It was really fun. Um, and there are some serious players 
Um, yeah. I felt really bad because each team <laughs> has like four people because we played squads. That's right. And we always had like a random stranger who was the third with us. I mean, the fourth with us. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad for you because we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea. <laughs> They'll be jumping out early. And we're like, oh, did they? Oh, they jumped. Out. Oh, Uh-oh. OK, well, bye. <laughs> well, we're going to go to the Sahara place. So see you later. Yeah, we're going where everybody else is not. <laughs> also, I love the puns when you die. Yes. Like they're all animal puns. And it's like, oh, this 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 is cute. Yes. <laughs> As my good. little kitten friend picks up this AK-47 to shoot someone else. It's really cute, right? though. Um, I think my favorite weapon, though, was a marshmallow on a stick. <laughs> and you just hit people with it. <laughs> you gotta hit them and then give them like, a nice little treat. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's right. You've assaulted me, one. but I'm also like hungry, so thank you. Yeah, it's like sweet and sour, like a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you yes. go. <laughs> uh, then after that... Was the Jack Boxed Lunch. Again, I love kind of like these kind of puns too. Um, <laughs> me, bro, Emmy. Was Sarah there? See, I'm, man, my mind is bad, people. I do apologize. I believe Sarah was there. I think, I think. Sarah was there. I think. I yeah, think. And I was Again, there I would also need to look back at the VOD and be like, what did I do? Also, just to piggyback on what Puppet said earlier. My mind has been gone since that Saturday to Sunday. Oh, yeah. Like, like, time is, is an illusion. I think I did something for the whole 24-hour stream, but what did I do? I don't know. I know I did things. Right? <laughs> I'll look back in that VOD and be like, oh, what did I say? Why did I say that? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Time is meaningless at this point. <laughs> uh, but Jackbox, as always, is fun with friends. Um, again, playing the different party packs. I played one that was very much, like, non-copyrighted Among Us, which I found hilarious. It was so cool. It is. Like, I've never even heard of that version of Jackbox, like, that game in Jackbox. And it's like, I wanted to, like, what did come first? I guess it had to be Among Us, because this is, like, really Among Us-y. But, again, fun with that. I, I'm, Puppet, if you could help me. I, I'm forgetting his name, the guy that came in. TJ? TJ? Yeah, TJ. TJ, yes. Or neighbor TJ. He's, a, he's another streamer. Um, he actually does mostly magic stuff. Thing. but anyway he's a part of our well kind of a part of our community we recently met him but he uh was awesome he jumped in and he started playing with us oh uh, that game is called push the button yes. and it's in jackbox party pack six and i'm so excited to play it again because it's kind of hard to understand when you first start playing it but tj uh he mentioned it to us and so he kind of walked us through it and i feel like we were just starting to kind of understand how it worked but yeah it's like among us but more involved i feel like like the mini games are like more involved and like i don't know i i recommend it if you guys have jackbox party six you should play push the button it was very fun it was and then we also played murder trivia mm-hmm. and quiplash too yes quiplash again like all the classic games you would play with jackbox we kind of touched on because again like jackbox is just that ultimate party game it's like who wants to play what yeah there's nothing that you hate you might like more some more than others but it's not gonna like oh we gotta play this one again it's like mm-hmm. no it's oh we just all right cool it's that one the next one you'll we'll choose to go to the next one the other person wants to play it's mm-hmm. like all right yeah let's let's bounce around all these things and just have a good time and again that's pretty much what jackbox was play that for a few hours mm-hmm. after that again we went back to potion party that I believe it was me, you, yeah, it was me, Puppet and Bro again. Yeah. 
And we finished that campaign. 100% uh, MLG um, time to spare. Yep. <laughs> Going to the Potion Party Olympics. Yep, pro gamer right here. <laughs> but honestly, like that game is so fun. And then by the time we get to the end of it, like honestly, we, we just we were just too good. Like by the time we get to the end, it's like, oh the man, this is like twenty five, whatever. I think it wasn't twenty five minutes. It was some amount of time. Yeah. Where it's like we had three minutes left, and we're just kind of like, what do you guys want to do? Yeah. <laughs> like we're like chilling. Ho hum. Mm-hmm. We beat all the games. But again, honestly, like again, like to give more praise to Potion Party, like these small things that you get where it's like, hey, I'm going to choose this different character because they make potions faster or we get more money because of them. Mm-hmm. Or again, <laughs> the item that you get to make the thieves not come back as often, even though they still came back a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just like that, it's a quick and easy part of the game that you can also do online through remote play, which again, if you have Steam and want to try out remote play, I think you should. I think it's a really neat idea for people who don't, have the because I'm pretty sure you don't need to have the game to do the remote play, correct? Uh, no, for remote play, only one player needs to own the game, and then you just send an invite to everyone else. And it it's very weird, but like you can assign controllers via Steam, and then it can be it's like you're virtually on one keyboard at the same time and like one screen at the same time. So it's very very interesting. Something that I feel like goes un unspoken a lot or unappreciated. But for Potion Party, it was, it was awesome. One person had to own the game. Everyone else, up to four people can have a good time. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, super, super fun. Yeah. And I have to say, at that point in the day, it was like we played from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific time. And Bro and I, because Bro Tuzak actually came to our house and um, at midnight, the night, you know, that night. And he and I were just, that was the hardest part, I think. That's when I was starting to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I don't know if I can do this. But it felt like energizing to play Potion Party and like that we actually finished the um, the campaign. Like that kind of gave me a little tiny boost because then after that, we went into Valheim time and it uh, was to start us out. It was um, Bertuzak who had never played before and then Whitefoot, Emerald Rays and myself. Uh, and we started a new world. And uh, it was funny because like uh, Whitefoot and Emerald Rays and and I like come in and we have all our like really nice armor and we have like super advanced weapons and stuff. And then Bertuzak's like almost naked and has nothing. And it's like so funny. And we're just like leading him around. And so we get to like, first off, I loved playing with Whitefoot and Emerald because uh, we all kind of play very similarly. We're like, okay, we need to find a waterfront property where we can build our little like house and have like a beach house and Emerald uh, like uh, she got some pigs together. So we had like a little farm going and um, she even made like a separate little unit that we said we were going to Airbnb, you know, and it's next to our summer home. And like, <laughs> it was just so fun. But after we found the property, like Bro Tuzak was like, he's like, I can't do it. He had to tap out because it was um, he was so tired. And I don't think he was like super into it anyway, <laughs> which is funny. Um, but yeah, so at that point, I was just, oh, my gosh, I was so tired. I was really feeling it. So then by the time like 6 p.m. happened, um, Taz actually had to work all day that day. And I'm so sorry, Taz. So you worked at 12 and yet you still, you know, um, were involved in in this event. So thank you so much. That's like amazing that you still had to work. Yeah. 
freaking 12 hours and then come and finish off the the stream. So he relieved me at about 6.30 and I was so happy because I could go lay down for an hour. Uh, but at that point, I don't know how long I was up for, but um, I guess it would have been like, oh, let's see, 12, 18 hours, I think. I had been streaming for 18 hours at that point, right? Am I doing my math right? Uh, yeah, six hours left to go. 24 hour stream. Yeah. Yeah. 18 hours of streaming. I was tired, man. So I could go lay down. Um, and yeah, Taz, you guys played Raft, right? Yeah, we did. It was a good time. Um, it was, yeah, it was myself, Emmy, Sam, Hip, and uh, Whitefoot. And I dabbled in Raft a couple times, um, but Emmy and uh, Sam are the real real professionals in that game. So we're we're just cruising on this big raft that I kind of just jumped into. Um, but I would I did my little shenanigans. I built a little shoe that I threw like potatoes in and all that stuff. That was a good time. Uh, that was a quick because I got there around 630. So I was, I was hanging for a good hour and a half. Um, and then after that, uh, we went into a dinnertime and dance party with Sam Hip. Also another kind of musical break um which was really fun he was able to he he wasn't uh he he pretty much streamed virtually and i just snagged his feed into the stream um and he did a thing called uh stream racers where um you go into chat which is interesting because he had like a green screen behind him so like visually like it was all cool and stuff you can see a whole screen a whole computer screen behind him um and you do like command race you get thrown into a lobby and then you and all the other people who are in chat and who want to race kind of just race. He was racing for um, to uh, give out some stickers to whoever, whoever won the most races in the hour. Um, and it was like very, very interesting because it was like listening to, who, to his own like original music. By the way, you can find him at uh, SoundCloud and Spotify at Sam Hip. Um, does great DJ work, house music, all that, all that EDM stuff. Fire, fire tracks. Um, but that was a good time. I think I won actually the most races. So I need to see if I can find my get those stickers from him at some point. <laughs> uh, but it was a really quick hour. It was a good time. Um, and then after that, we went to some Gardic phone. And I think that was myself, Brotuzak, Sarah, Sweet Bee, Whitefoot, Sam Hip. And let's see, Puppet, were you in that? No, I don't think you were. No, I wasn't. But I did. I did. Uh... I like it's so funny because like I had been up, you know, since midnight or whatever. And like you get to a certain point where you like your body does not want to sleep. It's so weird. So I like I laid down for a little bit, but then I just like couldn't. I don't know. So I slept for maybe an hour. Then I got up during the dinnertime dance party and I was trying to figure out that like racing game. And I was so tired and disoriented. I'm just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And my car is going like all over the place. And it was terrible. So yeah, no, I I wasn't a part of Gartic Phone because I was trying to, you know, actually eat something. Um, But it seems like you guys had a really fun time. No, it was a good time. I think because I've never played with that many people before. Um, so it makes the rounds a little bit longer. Um, and uh, they also released some new like game modes. So that was really cool. For those of you who don't know who Gar- what Gartic Phone is, it's a free like browser game that's pretty similar to Jackbox. Um, if you get you get the code, you get the invite link, get thrown into a lobby. And it's pretty much like telephone versus like telephone mixed with 
um, Pictionary. Uh, you, you, you get a prompt, or you type a prompt, somebody draws that prompt, the next person has to guess what the prompt was, the other person has to draw what the person thought the, in the whole nine yards, the whole, the whole circle. It's a great time. It, can, it went from, uh, what were some of the good ones? It went from like, um, uh, like somebody like having a good time at the park and eventually down the line, the last drawing was like uh, somebody yelling at a McDonald's co-worker, like a McDonald's employee. So like it, it can range from a lot of different things. Um, but it's a good it's it's a good time again. It's a browser. It's free. It's you can play it on mobile PC, both cross platform. It's great. Um, and then after that, we went to Pummel Party. Yeah, we uh, finished the night with Pummel Party. Classic game. So good. If you guys like Mario Party at all, uh, it's like Mario Party, but like super bloody. But better. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. And the mini games were so fun. And yeah, it was uh, us three who finished off the finished off the night with Pummel Party. That was so fun. Um, and I was terrible at the game, but I had a good time. And that's all that matters, right? <laughs> uh, I don't remember who won the most. Rounds. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, just some cheater. Some cheater. Just some cheater. You had to be cheating somehow. Some of the game shark. It was game genie. Like I, I saw the browser. I know I, I know saw the browser. Using, right. He was using a game. I was like, mm, okay, I'm not gonna get too mad, but I understand what's happening. Here. Yeah, right. Um yeah, Taz wiped the floor with us, um, unfortunately. <laughs> so he's not allowed to play anymore. What? Um <laughs> oh, it was good though. Um and then uh yeah then we had our finale so emerald rays and bertuzak uh came over and uh they um got some pies in the face they had six each they took six pies in the face each um and then sam you did a couple as well uh and now your profile picture (laughs) is amazing so if you guys are listening to this go see sam Said it uh, DFW on Twitter and anywhere really. You can see his face covered in whipped cream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it's always fun playing the game of like cleaning up the room of seeing random spot of like how did whipped cream get over there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Also hilarious. Emerald Rays is just a hoot. I love her so much. Um, she has a little dog named Bandit who's the best dog in the whole world. I love that little dog. <laughs> She was holding Bandit while she was getting pied in the face, and Bandit was in heaven. He was like, oh my gosh, this whipped cream tastes so good. Like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever, Mom. Thank you. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, And we all had our Raven shirts, and he even had a little Raven shirt on, a game Raven shirt. He was walking around, and oh, it was so fun. Um, And we decided to have them both take six pies to the face because they were not with us uh, for the pie part last uh, December because of COVID stuff, Um, but they could be here now. So um, Taz and I didn't have to take all of the pies to the face, but we did take five pies to the face each. And that was crazy. We were wearing ponchos to make sure to try to like, you know, control the, uh, the damage, you know, damage control. Yeah. We definitely learned our lesson from the previous time. (laughs) Oh yeah. But still it got all in my hair still. And like, I'm sitting here and I just realized I, there's like some like our, our shirts, our Raven shirts are here and they still have whipped cream on them. So I need to go throw them in the in the wash because they're still oh, no. here. 
Oh my gosh. And let me tell you, there was McDonald's nuggets like everywhere all over our house. Cause um, when bro came over, I was like, we need to eat chicken nuggets because our last podcast was hilarious and we just need to keep this going. So um, throughout the day, I think we ordered and ate collectively a total of 100 chicken nuggets. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It was delicious, but I don't want to have nuggets for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was the finale. And uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And we hit our goal at like six o'clock or something. So we like... Oh, it was just so great. I, I was so happy. And then, you know, we got kind of cleaned up and we came back and we played some Among Us. Um, and yeah, I was exhausted. I was just like, okay, we're done. <laughs> no more. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I think our stream was like 26 hours total or something. It was ridiculous. So there you have it. That is, uh, that's what happened. <sighs> wow. A lot happened, and again, my mind still goes, we did all that, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, so, are there any top highlights that any of you guys have for the 24 hours? Again, mine's going to be at the end, of course, of me pying myself, <laughs> and then putting that on all my social medias, of course. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be up for a whole year, yeah? Whole year. Whole, whole year. year. Art have been asked about what is any of this. Extra life like the picture. Oh, as well. Very cool. So cool. Awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm like, I'm sure they're like, yeah, just, just ban, ban this one. Ban that one. Like, you just, ban that one. Yeah. You don't want him. <laughs> like, not, not with the pie face. Oh. Oh, but I loved it, man. Like, again, and for any future ones we do, maybe I'll do something very similar. Not sure, but I'll figure out what to do at that time. Um, Puppet, do you have any like highlights or special moments? The whole thing was just really fun. And I I really like um, charity streams because it feels more like a bonding experience or like a team building. Um, So not only are we like raising money for kids and like doing that great stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think my favorite part probably was like, not that I don't care. Well, (laughs) not that I don't care about (laughs) kids and raising money for kids. But (laughs) Mm. um, that's like bonus to me. Like I loved like just being able to spend time with our team and get to know people better. And like just spending so much time gaming together was just so fun. And I feel like I I got to know everybody a little bit more and that was great. But I think my top highlight, to be completely honest, was finishing the uh, co-op part of uh, Potion Party. Because I don't remember the last time I beat a game in like one day. So that was really great. And I just, I don't know, I I really, I had so much fun playing that game. So that was probably my top highlight. I want to finish that game and see if you can finish it with a single player. Cause I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Like even with the power ups and things. Yeah. They're, I, no. It has to be impossible. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. How about you, Taz? Do you have any special moments or highlights? Uh, I think my favorite moment was meeting Brotuzak in person. Was that the first meeting? Yep. Never met him before. We shared, really? we shared in, in, in nuggets and then I went to bed, but it was, the, it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> Yeah, beautiful moment over nuggets. Yes. yes. Sweetest tale of time. <laughs> and I'm excited for PAX because we'll get to uh, meet you, Sam, because we haven't even met you in person yet. Heck yeah. So that'll, that'll be exciting. And Sarah, Sweet Bee as well. Actually, um, seeing you in person will be crazy. I'll feel like I know you, but I've actually never met you. Oh. I want to ask like a really weird question. It's not weird. It's just watching the stream and like talking to you all 
it's always really fun. And then it, it kind of hit me. <laughs> and again, this is why my mind works. So welcome to, again, this segment of the podcast. I don't know how tall any of you all are. Oh, that's my first question all the time. Right? Because I look at you all, I'm like, has that, like, I'm like, Puppet looks tall. And I'm like, but is that the camera? Then she's like next to, and she's next to Taz. I'm like I think Taz is like I don't know like the heights of anyone, and it's just funny because I'm like I'm gonna meet them. They're gonna be like giant people. I'm gonna be like really short or something. Oh my gosh! Like, oh no, we literally so tall. We thought about that with Brotuzak because that was the first question we asked. We're like, how tall do you think he is? Because like I don't know you. In your mind, you just see people as being a certain height, and like I, there's a lot of psychology behind it. But like I, I was like, is will he be tall or short or like, I don't know, but he, I think he was about my height. I think, right, Taz? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just about, just about. He was taller than me and you so are you. So yeah. Um, I'll have to ask him exactly how tall he is, but, um, yeah. So he was about my height and, um, Sam, you'll be surprised. A lot of our group are, we're just short people. Like, I mean, technically I guess I'm taller for a, a female, but I'm five, seven and Taz is like, Five five. Five five. Five four, depending on the day. Five five. five. <laughs> on the on the shoes. Yeah, on five the five. shoes. <laughs> He's like, I'm five five. <laughs> yeah. So um and Emmy, I think, is like five four two. Um anyway, yeah. So all small, small individuals. Henry's tall though. Huh? Henry he's is not, tall. He, he's there, but not there, but he's freaking tall. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I guess since we're all sharing, I'm five nine and like oh. a quarter. Okay. Oh, you well, know. Oh, look at you having nothing to worry about. Okay. Oh. I see you. <laughs> no, because again, it was. I want to say like after the podcast, you know, and again after the podcast, after the stream, you know, getting ready for Among Us, I saw you guys kind of just walking around for a second. I'm like, I don't know how tall any of these people are. Like, I think <laughs> they, they look tall. Because again, like, because you guys were always over the camera where it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, where is that camera in relation to where their bodies are? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh. Like, it's like impossible tall to enough, tell. I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, man. that's funny because my brother, Sam, Sam Hip Official, he is also 5'9. So um, the no. two Sams are probably the tallest of our crew, <laughs> aside from Henry. <laughs> Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I can wear tall shoes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. All right. So with that out of the way, Puppet, when is our next charity event? So our next charity event is going to be on December 23rd. I don't even know where that lands, but that's Christmas Eve Eve. And uh, that's when we had our first charity event. Um, so uh, it's like, going to be a Thursday. Wow. Thursday, December 23rd will be our next 24 hour charity stream. and um that's all the information i have so far for you guys (laughs) but we will let you know for sure any other details but mark your calendars december 23rd christmas eve eve we're gonna raise even more money we're gonna have even more fun we'll play a bunch of different games and it will be a great time so if you missed this one um or if you were a part of this one and you want more join us again in december it's gonna be great and if you've heard all these great information about extra life and want to know if they do anything in the future they do have like two events that are coming up pretty soon um there's one that's gonna be tabletop appreciation weekend which as it sounds appreciating about tabletop gaming again that would be for august 21st and 22nd so by the time you hear this that's gonna be in about two or so weeks i guess yeah about two or three weeks 
And then they also have a game day that was going to be held on November 6th. And secondly, they have their annual game day, which is going to be November 6th. And the annual game day is pretty much where thousands of gamers will pretty much do any kind of gaming, whether it be board games, again, making art, playing video games online, or literally, as they have on the website, just asking their friends if they could donate to Extra Life. Again, for whatever charity they're attached to with Extra Life. Again, that is what the game day will be. So again, that's going to be November 6th. Yeah. And with that, we are at the end of our podcast for this week. Thank you so much for tuning into the game Raven Review podcast. I have been Sam, and you can find me and my pie face <laughs> on all social media at Sam Said It DFW. And Taz, where can they find you? You can find me at Taz T Devil Three on every single social media platform i do stream on twitch every tuesday thursday and saturday i'm a variety streamer doing 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 whatever's fun two player tuesday kind of whatever's popping on thursday and of course spooky saturday and then i do stream on the game raven review twitch channel on wednesday uh playing things like spirit fair or any other new or a little bit more old school indie games so hope to see you there and puppet I am Puppet Master N, that's Puppet Master E-N, and you can find me on all the socials uh, as Puppet Master N, um, and I'm also on Twitch. I stream Friday nights on Game Raven Review's Twitch channel, and I also stream on my own channel on s- Saturdays and Sundays, and I have, you know, some pop-up streams here and there um, throughout the week, so come check me out. And as always, you can find the Game Raven Review on Twitter and Twitch at Game Raven Review, and also on our website, GameRavenReview.com, where also, if you would like to, you can join our Discord link. Again, is at GameRavenReview.com. Have a fantastic week, and until next time, goodbye.